Welcome to GovIT, a monthly podcast series from DLT, where we discuss the next generation of public sector IT solutions with the technology innovators driving the change. I'm your host, Tom Temin. Each month, we explore a different technology, what it is, and how it can help public sector organizations achieve their modernization goals and accomplish their missions. This month, we feature a two-part episode diving into how DevSecOps is changing the way government procures its technology. In this episode, we're sitting down with DLT's chief software technologist, Rick Stewart. Rick is responsible for formulating and executing DLT's application lifecycle management portfolio strategy and anticipating how cultural transformation will affect public sector IT procurement. Rick, good to have you on. Nice to be here, Tom. Thank you. Let's begin with the motivations for modernizing public sector software development and delivery. There's lots of reasons. What are some of the main ones? Well, in the public sector, there are many motivations, uh, but I'll focus on just a few. Um, Lowering costs by using uh, resources more wisely and efficiently, such as going to the cloud, providing better service stability and security would be another motivation, and adopting more efficient technology and development processes. By going further into the lowering in the cost, it's important to note that 75 to 80% of IT budgets within the public sector goes to maintaining legacy systems. And agencies want to balance their dollars more equitably across maintenance and innovation. And not to mention that the older systems have serious security vulnerabilities given the age of their software versions and they have been out there for quite some time. And they're ripe for exploitation and, uh, and attack. And also another one is the desire to move their workloads to the cloud to capitalize on flexible on-demand resources. A lot of these workloads are just not architected to run in a cloud, so they have to be re-architected, which requires an investment. Also, agencies want to take advantage of more portable and concise application structures, such as deploying in containers, but that also requires an automated orchestration and management platform like a Kubernetes. And then finally, agencies want to get their services out to constituents faster and with higher quality and adopting more private sector methodologies such as agile software development and the DevOps, DevSecOps helps them accelerate their modernization. All right, let's uh, get a baseline definition here of DevOps and how it's differentiated from DevSecOps and what the relationship to both of those are to Agile, because they're often used, I think, interchangeably, and they may not be precisely interchangeable. Sure, there's a lot of confusion out there, so let me try to um, clarify. Sure, there's purists out there who argue vehemently that there's no difference between the two, as DevOps is a cultural shift that promotes collaboration amongst development and IT operations teams. DevOps adopters were primarily focused on removing barriers between the two teams to get more reliable software out to the end users quicker in order to provide timely value. Operational concerns were shifted further into the development process as to avoid performance issues. In the purest defense, security concerns should have been already there and built in. I think I lean more on that purist camp. But while the name implied just those two teams, the development and operations team, in reality, there are many more teams that considered and involved and not just the development and ops teams. You have line of business leaders, you have testers, you have network engineers, you have DBAs, etc. DevSecOps sprung out of the notion that security activities should not be an afterthought, but built into the culture as a first-class citizen with its priorities being as important to the overall well-being of the system. DevOps or DevSecOps, either one, is a cultural transformation of an organization using people, processes, and technologies 
working collaboratively in order to produce secure, high quality and resilient software faster. And I would think that the program owners, the mission people would also care about the SEC in DevSecOps because ultimately they are the ones that assume responsibility for risk. Absolutely. And risk is important, not just in the private sector where dollars are affected or businesses affected, but in the public sector, reputation is key and um, exploitation of data of citizen data really ruins an agency's credibility and trust within the citizenry. All right. And it's a good time to be talking about all of this because there is the wind down of the first stimulus spending package and there's more coming on the way. And so these things really do have practical meaning right now. There's a $9 billion that the Biden administration has already kind of set aside for modernization efforts. Yeah, well, let's see. Let's hope Congress goes along with that. That's <laughs> we'll, true. <laughs> we'll all be good there. And uh, talk about DLT's approach to helping public sector federal agencies and changing their culture so that they can lean into this whole DevOps, DevSecOps mode. Sure. As I mentioned, the people, processes, and technology are the three kind of characteristics or that Venn diagram that the overlap of which is the cultural transformation. Being a distributor or aggregator for the public sector, DLT can only provide two of those three ingredients of the people, processes, and technology, and can only attempt to influence the third. We certainly can provide the technology as DLT as a robust set of um, technology portfolio we can offer agencies that can assist them with the automation, in most cases, a partner, an SI, or a vendor consulting resources to provide the people aspect. But in order to change cultures, agencies have to adopt the processes that the tools can help them accelerate the ability to deliver higher quality software through automation. DLT has created this framework of the Secure Software Factory, which is a set of modern technologies with the ability to be seamlessly integrated so that these processes can be made visible via pipelines and foster collaboration amongst all teams. From product development, scanning, testing, approvals, and promotion into production, the Secure Software Factory takes a manufacturer's assembly line approach to software development and delivery by addressing the enterprise's collective concerns and manifest them into repeatable steps to ensure quality services. And by using this automation uh, conducted by the right people at the right time, services are delivered faster and with higher quality. It moves the culture of an enterprise to adopt practices that constantly improves morale and builds upon itself over time. The SSF or the Secure Software Factory is a holistic view of software development and delivery activity and provides viable choices to construct that path or that assembly line. So it sounds like you've designed the software factory and its operations to kind of map to the challenges that you see public sector agencies having in their development efforts. Absolutely. Every time that you pull back that one layer of the onion, you start to get a little bit more, well, if you're going to get into the um, better software quality, you have to look at the ingredients of the software. When you look at the ingredients of the software, you might find vulnerabilities and you may look at different ways to deliver that software better and then look at the platform in which they're delivering on, the constraints that they have within that agency, such as being delivered only on-prem or in a secured environment. Those types of things, you start peeling back those onions and you start looking at other technologies that can help assist in that endeavor 
to to get their services out quicker. Now, a lot of agencies have moved ahead with their own kind of software factories, scrum teams, agile teams, and sprint teams. They use all the different words. If they already have something established, can DLT maybe bring in your software factory concept and assist them and maybe rev up what they're doing? Yeah, absolutely, Tom. We designed, there was a, it was a large discussion point when we were designing this framework. We realized that agencies are across the spectrum in terms of maturity and willingness to shift their paradigms and move to more modern software development techniques and delivery practices. You just can't throw a new technology at a customer and say, this will get you to DevOps or DevSecOps. It's just not going to work. And if you just say, use containers and everything's great, you can walk away. That's not, that's not delivering value. Moreover, agencies have invested in processes or in technologies, as you indicated, and developed adequate processes that are com- they're comfortable with and they've, they've evolved and matured. There's no reason to change what works for them. This secure software factory was designed to be flexible in that we can provide a roadmap to the automation that could be used in the assembly line approach. And should an agency see how the big picture, and most often than not, they'll see an area where they need help in the factory approach, and this framework exposes that to them. Uh, most times, the secure software factory tools can be integrated into these existing pipelines. So there's no wasted you know, movement in that. Take, for example, when these software factories were first being you know, announced and presented, uh, we would go to these conferences and these trade shows. And what was missing a lot of these pipelines were automated testing. It was kind of an afterthought. It's a very difficult thing to inject into an agency because there's a plethora of uh, tools and scripts that they used in order to test. The proper way to do this is to bring in a really enterprise-grade automated testing scheme that allows agencies to test their services, whether it be from a back-end perspective or a UI perspective, but build that into your pipeline so these repetitive tasks that you're constantly doing don't have to reinvent the wheel every single time you're you're deploying a version or creating a whole new service. That was one example where we found the ability to inject components of the software factory into existing pipelines. So you can help agencies get faster and faster and yet higher quality and more security. That's the goal. That's the goal of the factory. Rick Stewart is the chief software technologist at DLT. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks, Tom. It was a pleasure meeting you and um, having a discussion with you. Don't miss part two of this month's DevSecOps discussion featuring DLT sales engineer Mike Fitzerka coming next week. Until then, you've been listening to GovIT from DLT. I'm Tom Temin.